If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64, Josh. On this Nintendo News Minute, it's going to be a little longer than a minute, I think. There is a lot of stuff to cover. We're going to kind of shotgun blast through the first section here because there's just so many announcements. And I think most of them are coming from the limited run showcase. So there's a roundup here on Nintendo Life. We're going to click this and then we're going to we're going to just kind of we're going to kind of go through some real quick stories, and then I have a bunch of other things to cover as well. So it's going to be a fun uh, a fun news minute nonetheless. So let's see. Every Switch game announced. First up, we have Another Crusade, um, Arzette, Jewel of Faramore, and we're going to get into the details of some of these. So I'm just going to kind of go through them relatively quick. Um, Castlevania Advance Collection, and these are getting physical releases from limited run if you were if you were wondering um looks like chicory a colorful tale um super famicom horror classic clock tower coming to the west there we go that's kind of cool to get it's always it's always interesting to me or kind of i i love it when we see some of these games that were on famicom but they were never localized in, in particular fire emblem having the first fire emblem on the on the switch well for some of us because they only made it available for the one that short period of time which is strange but it is nice seeing some of these games get uh, um, get to see the light of day again over here on the in the west uh colossal cave uh double shake um el shaddai gargoyles disney's gargoyles that might be fun for some of you i don't know it wasn't one that i ever played back in the day but i'm sure some of you listening did and of course let me know in the discord or hit me up on twitter if you played gargoyles um uh gex trilogy uh jurassic park classic games that contains ness game boy and snes snes versions of the classics <laughs> i don't know about you guys but uh in my opinion, the best Jurassic Park game was on Sega Genesis. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's 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 my thoughts anyway. Um, looks like Karateka, not a game I'm familiar with. Um, another game called Scarlet Symphony, Midnight Fight Express, uh, Odin Cat's Paradise Collection. Uh, let's see, Plumbers Don't Wear Ties Definitive Edition. Uh, this. <laughs> 
this game looks a little spicy. If you're watching the video, you can see what I mean. <laughs> Rise of the Triad Ludicrous Edition, uh, which looks like it's a Wolfenstein-inspired uh, uh, g- game. So that I'm assuming FPS, but again, don't know. Yeah, Retro FPS launches early 2023. So there we go. And again, these could already be out, but Limited Run is finally getting the physical release. So Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 is uh is uh going to be going to be getting a physical run. So again, some of these aren't like new releases, they may already be available, so just keep that in mind. Um Shantae Advance is uh, a game that apparently was canceled but then being being um revived, so that's kind of cool. Uh Tomba is a PlayStation exclusive platformer that is getting a Nintendo Switch release. Um, this way, Madness Lies is getting a physical release, and there we go. So that, like I said, we're gonna kind of we're gonna kind of blaze through some of these. Now, uh, we mentioned a few of them: Disney's remastering the Sega Genesis platformer Gargoyles for a Switch release. Um, the PlayStation exclusive Tomba is getting a Switch release. Shantae's canceled Game Boy Advance project, Risky Revolution, is being revived. Um, Arzette is a spiritual successor to the infamous Zelda CDI games, and it's coming to Switch in 2023. Uh, I found this one kind of cool. Um, M2's uh, Tiger Heli is a collection um, for the Switch, has been rated by ESRB, and uh, Limited Run does did confirm the, the Western release of that. Um, again, the, the Castlevania collection and the Gex trilogy. So there we go. A handful of games getting physical releases, some new announcements, some of them kind of exciting. Uh, I'm going to click the Tiger Heli. I don't know if there's a screenshot here. It's not. It's it's a game I remember hearing a lot about and I think I played, but uh, I don't I don't remember entirely. I'm going to go ahead and click the video here and just let this uh, let this play. If you're only listening, it's okay. I'm going to give you the I'm going to give you the play by play. Don't worry. So yeah, I can hear like I don't even have my headphones in and I can hear some of the classic uh classic sounds coming through totally remember this artwork and uh uh i'm i'm pretty sure yeah this is uh this is like your 1942 style uh, twin cobra um looks like it's it's part of this collection tiger hill yeah i totally remember playing these and wow this will be this will be a uh um a must get for me so looking looking forward to that looks like a kind of a cool collection that it also includes some kind of side scrolling uh a beat em up so and it's looking like they might actually be the arcade versions of these games not just like uh um like an nes or a snes version depending on where they i don't again i don't know exactly where they where they uh where they landed back in the day but i just i remember them so there we go. That was kind of just the, the quick, the quick blast of the news. Now we can get into each of these individual articles. First up, if you are in the market for the uh, Nintendo Switch N64 controller, they are currently available on the uh, on Nintendo. This is in North America anyway. So if you haven't got the Switch, the Switch controller yet, they 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 are available at least as of recording this. So, you know, they, they tend to go relatively quick, but we might be getting to the point now where they've, they've got enough stock built up that they won't, they won't sell out so fast. And when it comes to playing games like GoldenEye or a handful of the other 64 games, 
this is the way to do it. I am still hoping that we get uh, that we get some colored versions, right? I want my ice blue and my smoke and uh, what is it? Atomic atomic purple. There was also the exclusive Toys R Us. It was like neon green. I love that controller. Like I had four main controllers. It was the atomic purple, the green, the ice blue, and uh, and the 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 Donkey Kong jungle green. I think is what they called it. So those were my favorites. I would love to see some of those make their way uh, to the switch to the switch line of sixty four controllers. But if you are in the market, they are available. They go they retail for forty nine ninety nine. And, uh, I believe you can buy up to four. I don't know if there's a limit or not. I bought four when I, when they, when they first launched. So, uh, so there you go. Mario Kart eight, of course, is, uh, wave five DLC out now version 2.4.0 update released. And there are some patch notes. So this is kind of cool. We'll get, we'll get into it here and we're going to, we'll be talking about Mario Kart at length on the, uh, on the main NPC show tonight. So the article reads, this is from my Nintendo news. It says, you may recall last week, Nintendo had officially announced that wave five of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course would be releasing on July 12th. Of course, when they release a new wave of DLC uh, occurs, it usually coincides with an update to the base game. Well, as promised, Nintendo has released the fifth wave of the Booster Course, new content, also with an update. I don't, they literally wrote the same thing twice. That's uh, that's interesting. Um, mostly updated according to the patch notes, focused on fixing bugs and making some gameplay adjustments. And so we're going to go through some of these real quick. Um, support for DLC. Um, now supports paid DLC, Mario Kart uh, 8 Booster Pack Course Wave 5, two cups, eight courses, and three characters, which is great. General, okay? Uh, improve the performance of some characters and vehicle customizations. I'm going to dig into this. I'll do a whole other episode. We're going to dig into what that means exactly. I want to know what got buffed or what um, what what changed so we're gonna we're gonna dig deeper into this um ad- adjusted the invincibility time of some characters adjusted random item selection method in races where custom item is set for when there are four players or less expanded range of when warning displays when a red shell or spiny shell approaches from behind now that could be very useful in particular if you're not the one that's getting targeted the one of my one of my biggest gripes is i hate being in first and third place is throwing a red shell at second and you don't know if it's coming at you or not and you have to hit your rear view to see before because when it comes to item management you know you've got to keep the coin in your first spot and then your defensive item behind you well sometimes i'll burn the coin and throw the shell behind me and i didn't need to do that because it was hitting it was hitting player or second place and not me so hopefully that that got adjusted a little bit but again we're gonna have to dig deeper i'm sure there's some reddit posts and and some other places that have uh, really got down to the, the the nuts and bolts of what is happening here we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Um, it's uh, let's see, made it so that when warnings about red shell or spiny shell displayed with priority over other warnings, that's cool. 
made it so that the warning is not displayed when a red shell is targeting opponents. So there we go. That's exactly what I was just talking about. Um, made it so the LNR button operation on the class selection screen and course selection screen in the Grand Prix can be conducted on the touch screen as well and lowered the appearance rate of mirror and 200 CC races in worldwide and regional settings. That's kind of nice. Honestly, I mean, I don't mind 200, but I'm not a big fan of the mirror. So, uh, I don't mind any of that at all. Fixed issues. Okay. This is fixed an issue where a communication error occurs when a character catches a boomerang at the same time that a boo brings an item. That's that's a that's a good fix. Fixed an issue where where when equipping an item and catching a boomerang at the same time, the player could not throw that item. Oh, I never ran into that. Fixed an issue where the graph for the me heavy weight class perimeters didn't match the actual abilities. That's good. Uh, fixed an issue where a warning would not appear when an opponent used the bullet bill in online matches. Made it so the cart doesn't spin or crash when running into an obstruction if the player uses a superstar bullet bill or boo at the same time that's nice so uh apparently maybe the timing was off a little bit on that they made they they made that fix fixed an issue where the cart would get stuck between a cliff and a small mushroom and unable to move on Wii mushroom gorge and fixed an issue where players could go off the course when transform as a bullet bill right in front of the goal in gba riverside park so there you go there's some there's some fixes but again i want to dig in deeper i want to see if they've they've messed with the meta at all if any carts have been buffed and uh we'll we'll dig into that and uh it may be a topic of discussion on tonight's show otherwise i will dig in for it um dig into it for tomorrow's uh tomorrow's news minutes so um again from my nintendo news um NIS NIS teases three new games on its 30th anniversary and launches a new site. So the Disgaea studio, um, Nippon itchy software has now launched its 30th, 30th anniversary website, which is filled to the brim with content, including a history of all the games released, uh, the, all the games releases the company has put out over the years. The 30th anniversary website also contains a message from Nippy, uh, itchy software president and representative director Tetsushia Seko and a tease of three new titles which will be released down the line and of course we can check out the uh, uh, check out the site right here well, let's click it I want to see what, uh, what 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 we find here and it looks like we may not be able to read it yeah it's all in it's all in japanese unfortunately so i can't even tell you what those new games are but cool to see three new games coming from this publisher um just going through the comments here it says can't wait for this guy a seven western release october 3rd for north america whenever i see nis cooking i pay attention they stay delivering bangers um just a few of the comments here i love that um, facts they've been a switch supporter for so long which is why i almost always buy the switch versions and uh someone else had agreed some of my favorite switch games are nis made so there you go uh teenage mutant ninja turtles gets a really cool survival mode which involves dimension hopping so i'm going to go ahead and play the video look at what we're going to see so it says dimension shell shock introducing survival mode which i mean this is great adding some longevity to this game i'm all about it so we see casey jones we see usaki ujimbo we see april in a different costume there is so much happening on the screen i can't wait to jump back into this game honestly 
and uh, looks like you do some upgrades along the way. This is kind of cool. Healthy living. There's uh, looks like some cool, potentially some cool costumes. I don't know that the turtles are seeing different costumes, but uh, m- maybe some different colors along the way. Oh yeah. There's a retro based. Um, there's, there's a retro based costume for Leonardo that we just saw there. April all in black. Oh, Raphael's got the bandana over his eyes. There's some really cool stuff in this trailer guys. Make sure if, uh, if you're, if you're watching on Spotify, go and check out the video. And uh, looks like you also get to play as the enemies like Shredder and Bebop and Rocksteady. So some really, really cool stuff coming uh, coming from the DLC with the Turtles. Um, let's see. I'm not sure. We'll dig into the article a little bit here. It, yeah, it still just says later, later this year. But I mean, the fact that they're showing us more is, I would say, a pretty good sign. So it says uh, publisher and developer tribute games have have today revealed even more information about the upcoming dimension shell shock DLC for turtles this time detailing the all new survival mode. This new game mode will see collecting crystals to hop between dimensions all while taking down hordes of enemies. Of course, with each world providing its own unique feel, um, they have served up a slice of the, of what worlds are, are on offer in the new trailer above, which shows off the Japanese inspired Edo dimension retro backgrounds, um, and Splinter, Casey, April, and Yusaki um, in Omni Channel 6. Working your way through these dimensions, uh, dimension hopping run lets you level up and grow stronger with crystals unlocking new lives and ninja power bars, extra hit points, and even radical mode. You will also have the chance to skip dimensions if you want to change of scenery. The Turtles beat em up is all about fun after all. So, so much cool stuff there. Cannot wait to jump back into this game. I, I, it, it was such a, it was such a blast to play through. So if you haven't picked up turtles yet, highly suggest you do and uh, cannot wait for this DLC to drop. So um, moving on over veteran final fantasy devs gather to celebrate the franchise's 35th anniversary. This article from Nintendo life says the final fantasy franchise turns 35 this year. And to celebrate veteran developers of the series have gathered together to discuss their own personal history with its development. Um, interviewees include a father of final fantasy, uh, Hironobu, uh, Sakaguchi, art director Kazoa Shibuya, Shibuya, and brand manager Yoshi Nori Kits, uh, Kitasi. I, I hope I get those names right. So I know, I know Lindsay, if she's listening, she will correct me. Uh, the video delves deep into the history of the franchise itself, along with significant focus on Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 2, and Final Fantasy 3 for Famicom and NES. Um, the second part of the interview will be released at a later date. You can take a closer look at the next three mainline entries, Final Fantasy 4, 5, and 6. All six games have recently been included in the Final Fantasy uh, 1 through 6 Pixel Remaster Collection for the Switch. At 30 minutes in length, there's a lot to dive into, including the original Final Fantasy name and how each developer got into the game industry uh, and which other franchises influenced Final Fantasy. It's definitely worth a watch, so settle in, folks. I'm actually kind of I'm excited to I was going to click this video at the start, but finding out it's 30 minutes, I'm going to go ahead and avoid that right now. But if, if this is a this is a series that you that you know and love, I suggest checking these uh, checking these out. I think I I love this kind of stuff. Honestly, being a huge fan of the of the history of gaming, and although I I I'm not a huge 
uh, fan or I don't have much nostalgia for Final Fantasy. I obviously remember these games back when they came out. I remember trying Final Fantasy, not really understanding. And uh, the the pixel collection is is one I do plan on picking up because I would like to uh, I, I like just having access to these these classic games um, at my fingertips. In fact, we're going to be doing a Nintendo Pulse looking at the the preservation of games and how something along the lines of 87% of, of games out there are not being preserved correctly or, or at all. And so we're going to take a look at that and I want to get some, some thoughts and opinions from you guys as well. So stay tuned. Moving on over. What's funny is yesterday I sat down to do these and then I ran out of time and the, the, the article read call of duty on its way to switch. Thanks to the Xbox, um, you know, winning its, its court ruling against the FTC. And the article changed today and says Call of Duty on Switch still isn't guaranteed as FTC appeals court rulings. So um, from Tom Warren, it says breaking the FTC has filed an appeal against Judge Corley's decision to deny its preliminary injunction request over Microsoft's proposed Activision Blizzard acquisition. So he goes on today too. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and click his his name here on Twitter and we're going to we're going to open up. He put out. Uh, he put out another another tweet that I, I just saw a little bit ago. I thought it was him kind of detailing what's what's going to be happening. So um, so it says, as expected, things are moving very quickly with Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal. We get to hear the FTC's uh, rationale for appeal today and likely some form of response from the Ninth Circuit tomorrow ahead of the restraining order expiring at 11:59 p.m. PT. If the FTC isn't granted emergency relief, then Microsoft is free to close the Activision Blizzard deal over the weekend or on Monday. Activision is being removed from the Nasdaq before markets open on Monday, but we still need to hear if Microsoft and the CMA have agreed on a path forward on the UK side. And so still a lot still a lot going on. It seems like this is just being dragged on forever and uh you know Hopefully, hopefully it ends soon. I'm I'm on the side of put Activision Blizzard, give them to Microsoft. Like, hopefully they can kind of clean house, get some of the garbage that's happened within that company out of there. Start putting out some quality games, get them over on the switch as well as the other places. And uh, that that's that's my hope. I just I'm I'm ready for to to <laughs> for this stuff to be out of the news cycle i'm so tired of hearing about the activision blizzard deal seeing the different like like fanboys go at each other and all like it's wild it is wild so it'll be nice when this is finally over hopefully uh the deal goes through and and microsoft can can start putting out more uh first party games from activision as well as we get to see games like Call of Duty uh, over on the on the Switch or the next Nintendo console, whatever that may be. And uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So lastly, this this game we talked about quite a bit at the during the direct. And it was uh, it's Myth Force brings rogue like action and 80s cartoon aesthetics to the Switch this September. So uh, this is from Nintendo Life. It says. First revealed for Switch in June of 2023 Direct, Mythforce caught our attention with the first-person roguelike gameplay and Saturday morning cartoon visuals originally slated for quarter three of this year. Developer Beamdog and publisher Aspire 
Um, Aspire uh, have now announced that the game will be coming our way on 12th September. And there's uh, even a new trailer also. So I'm going to go ahead and click this and kind of just walk you guys through it. Of course, I recommend checking it out. The start looks just like a Saturday morning cartoon. I love it. I'm I am I'm on board with this one. Uh, if you guys watched like any 80s like cartoon movies back in the day, like The Last Unicorn, that is kind of the vibe I am getting from this game. And uh, it looks it looks very corny, very heroic, and uh, it just makes me want to pull a pour a bowl of cereal and and watch this so the question i have real quick while going through this what cereal would you pour cinnamon toast crunch frosted flakes are you tricks lucky charms you like your marshmallows let me know either tweet at me or let me know in the discord what cereal you you would go with seeing this trailer and uh the the art style the graphics going from like you know first person to just kind of um uh the the camera kind of moving around everything the game looks fantastic i'm really really excited to to check out myth force it's uh it, it's not it, it, i feel like it's been a, a minute since i've been real excited about a a indie title making its way over to the switch but this one has really got my attention and i'm i'm looking forward to it so that is going to do it for this episode of the nintendo news minute Thank you so much for listening. I really, really do appreciate you guys, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye now.